0: Alright, welcome back to Movie Matrix, and as always, my name is Jordan, we've got Matt today. Hello! We've got my dad. What's going on? And today we are doing the next region of the horror bracket, trying to figure out what the best horror film of all time is. Um, I have already lied to the viewers, this will not be done by October 31st. This We had a couple of things <laughs> coming the way, and will be done a week or two after, because these brackets take a little longer than um, I thought they would, and so... Yeah, that's kind of okay. what we're going to do. So, you guys ready to get into it? It's always a good time to oh, talk yeah. about horror movies. Exactly. You guys ready to get into it? Yep. All right.
1: mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so our very first matchup is going to be Nightmare on Elm Street. The first one, again, we're doing the first one. This one spawned a bunch of things, but just the first one against the Omen. Just the first one. Like I said, there's more of those. Um, we can talk about the omen first. We I had not seen the omen, um, before uh, at least not the full thing To recently and um, I quite liked it I think it's a good horror film it's an older one obviously and I think it's done well it does what you're supposed to do there's not much of the antagonist in the film um, really and, but that bodes well for the film to me mm-hmm. and then um, the only downside of the film to me would I'd like to see maybe a little more you know of that but I think it's creepy it's done well and it's not what it's supposed to do and it ends somberly for a lot of horror films don't end somberly they actually end nicely in a way they tell this one does not end very nicely ends very somberly and it's very effective in all of its scares when there are some so
1: yeah i agree i think i think the omen is a is an all-time classic i think it's really i think it's really really good i don't think it's perfect it's not like my favorite movie of all time but i think i think the omen is really good um I, I like the fact that you got Gregory Peck in this movie who he was he was such a classic well-renowned actor in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and then he does a horror movie in his later years, which is really weird. But I think I think he's excellent in this movie. Gregory Peck delivers, delivers such a good performance. The little boy who plays Damien's great, his wife, um, can't remember her name off the top of my head. Um, she's great. It's got great performances. Isn't that Lee Rimmick. Lee Rimmick, thank you. I wanted to say that, but I thought no, that's not right. <laughs> anyway, uh thank you, David. But um yeah, the movie is it's it's a haunting haunting movie. It's got some it doesn't really have any jump scares. It's very simple. It's very dark and it's honestly it feels plausible. There's nothing really supernatural that happens in this movie i mean like weird stuff happens yes but it's all plausible if that makes sense um but i feel like i feel like this movie could have been ridiculous it could have been silly a a child who's the antichrist but no they play it dead serious and they play it perfectly pitch perfect gregory peck nails this movie i keep saying that the score, the musical score of this movie is so haunting and so terrifying almost. Half the time, the scene won't even be that excellent, and the score will just be swelling up, just giving you chills. And it it works so, so well. David, do you like this movie? Yeah, it's good.
2: Good movie. <laughs> at first, you know, with, talking about Grogi Pack, at first I thought it might have been a miscast simply because of this type of role. I'd never seen him this type of role before.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't think he'd ever done a role like this. But
2: he nailed it. I mean, it was... It was it was it was, was great in that in that role. Uh like you said, a lot of the stuff was plausible because when people did die it was, you know, accidents. Yeah. You know, accidents that were caused by a supernatural whatever. But they were well, accidents. The <laughs> but they were accidents. I mean, you know, the priest getting the rod through the through the body, you know, that yeah. type of stuff. It was all it was all
1: It was all just freak yeah, accidents. Yeah, where
2: people people were like, Oh, you know, it just happened. We're, you know, mm-hmm. sorry you died. Whatever, but you know, but there was clearly this undertone of what really happened. Yeah. Uh, the music's what got me, man. Yeah. I don't care the music.
1: That's what I'm saying. Freaking <laughs> crazy, man. Yeah. It
2: was. It was almost like another character, a scarier character than what was going on on the screen, almost. Uh, and of course, I keep saying this week after week, kids are freaking creepy. <laughs> That's it. This kid did not have any lines. But, no, he only had a few. Lines. But his facial expressions, the way that he, you know, just kind of give you a little smirk or a smile, he knows yeah. what's going on. You know, just,
1: kids are creepy. I don't care.
2: Really good movie. Enjoyed watching it. Uh, about all I can say.
1: I agree. It's 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 per- it's it's not perfect, but it's it's really really good. I don't think it gets enough credit um, for what it for what it's. It was one of the first movies because we see these little we see movies like this quite a bit now but this was the first of its kind and it really really works well it's still very suspenseful like i said the movie is just drenched in dread and like you said the music in this is just phenomenal i'm gonna keep talking about that the music is the only thing in this movie that was nominated for an oscar and it won nothing else did deservedly so yeah
0: yeah i really liked it too um like I said, it has a weird—not weird, but it has a very somber ending to, which I'd actually prefer in these type of movies. It's kind of like The Witch stuff like that. Yeah, it it almost. Ate, you know, it had ending. to have that type of ending because well, spawned sequels. So Yeah, know, yeah,
2: because of the sequels and it just it had to it had to end bad for everybody
1: else. I wonder if when <laughs> yeah. it came out, they were they were thinking about a sequel. I doubt it. I, I don't know. I
0: bet they were. They had to it with the way they. I don't know it.
2: what it's based on though. I mean, is, is it based on a series of books? Is it based on? I
0: don't well, I know. Don't, I yeah. don't it know. said writings by Clive Barker.
1: Oh, that's right. Well, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So okay. it is. It is based on. <laughs> he has a tendency to. It's write. not
0: hit, like a straight adaptation, but the, I think they take it from. Plus, depending on your beliefs, all this. If you. If you believe in Christianity or the Bible, or whatever, this is an actual thing that could happen. And so depending on your beliefs, I guess they pull from that too. Cause it's, it's very into it. Like it's, yeah. it's very, the stuff they bring up, it's all, all the revelations. It, and all it's all, all stuff. straight yeah. true. If you believe if that's your beliefs. And so it's a really cool in depth, look at end of times, because if you believe in this kind of stuff, you believe in the antichrist, he will, that it will attach itself. The kid will to, a person that's going to become something one day, and at the end of this movie, he's like son of the president, yeah. and so, and then he will eventually take over the world, you know. And, and so, the,
2: the Hounds of Hell, man. yeah. They're, and so it does all it does it movie. well.
1: Yeah, I looked it up. It was written by a man named David Seltzer, who's mostly known for the Omen films and a few other small credits. Here Talking about there. the screenplay, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it just says directed by Richard Donner, written David Seltzer. And there's I just wondered if listed. there was some kind yeah. of source
0: material. He came well, it, it said from writings of Clive Barker okay. on it. So I, it doesn't mean that it's like a straight adaptation, <laughs> but just like a different writing. And then, of course, the, the, the Bible. I would say it's probably adapting from that, too. I would too. say
2: Clive Barker is he's yeah. an awesome author. I just, yeah.
1: And I like the fact, I like the fact that this is directed by Richard Donner, who two years later did Superman and then did The Goonies. And... But this is this is nothing like that whatsoever. No, it's almost like
2: it. I'm gonna do a horror movie, just do a horror movie, and then I'm gonna just go yeah, completely di- mean, different direction of my career.
1: It's crazy, but he he was on a roll there for a while. It's it's incredible.
0: Yeah. So the omen's going against Nightmare on Elm Street, just the first one. It's the first time you get introduced to Freddy Krueger, obviously the man, the myth, the legend that lives in your dreams, um, and is a straight mayhem in your dreams. Um, I haven't seen this one in a while. I'm not gonna talk a lot about it. I'm gonna talk just a little bit about. What I remember, I just remember thinking, um, I didn't watch it when I was young, because I wasn't allowed to, for good reasons. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> we're not going to let you watch that. Yeah, it was not something I should have watched, because it would have freaked me out. Um, but no, it does pretty well. It holds up pretty well. There's a, it's has that whole Friday thirteen type thing, where it's just a little cheesy at times, but the effects are pretty good still. Um, it's it, it, It's an effective scare to think that if you fall asleep, you could die just from doing just dreaming. I think it's an interesting concept that they brought to life that does yeah. well. And it brought up another um, Mount Rushmore type person. we talked about that in the past, Mount Rushmore. But uh, Freddy Krueger being some people's favorite horror person of all time. You know, it just brings up a cool burn dude that kills you in your sleep with um, talons or whatever, you know, and, and glove knives, claw knives, claw knives <laughs> Wolverine knives. So, and I think it's done well. You know, it's spawned a bunch of bad movies. Um, I, I, like this, I actually kind of like the second one. There's a couple of RS sequels, um, but there. it, I think it's very effective, and I think it did a job really well, and it's done good since. So, uh, the remake's not very good. The yeah. reboot they did was I not did good. I do not like the remake. Of I like I like Dream Warriors pretty well. Yeah, oh. yeah. That but heard, that that reboot was not good.
1: I've heard Wes Craven's new Nightmare is pretty good. I never saw it though. That's <laughs> uh, what I've heard. I don't know, but because um, it's, uh, it's, it's like a it's, reboot it's, isn't it. There. That's what okay. I don't like. No, I'm talking about. Are you talking about the 2010 version? Yeah. Oh no, I'm not talking about that one. New nightmares from like '90 something.
0: Oh, you said reboot. I was thinking it's not like the new
1: one. It's it's kind of like, and then they remake it in 2010 with yeah. Jackie earl Haley from Watchmen. I hate that one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like that one. But uh... I've seen a couple of the sequels, and I think I think I think the sequels are fine. But yeah, the original is the best because the original, just the idea of Freddy Krueger, someone who haunts you in your dreams, is bizarre, but it's terrifying. It really is terrifying. That's that's what works the best in this film. Is because the general concept of it is very creepy. Because everybody's gotta sleep. You gotta sleep at some point, and and it works for this movie. There's a lot of great scares with Freddy Krueger. There's a lot of great, bloody, nasty scenes. <laughs> Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um. And
2: I don't think he made it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he could still be out there somewhere. Uh. But there's a lot of great scenes because of it. Um. There are a couple of, there's a couple of hokey moments or a couple of effects and stuff that. Don't look so good, but um, I don't think this is, a lot of people think this is one of the best horror films ever made. I'm not personally one of them. I like it. I enjoy it. I see why it scares people. I really do. Um, Me personally, it's never really, really affected me. um, But I do think it's a fun ride.
2: Yeah, I just, I watched this last night. And uh, I hadn't seen it in years, though. But I wanted to to check it out again with, with Fresh Eyes. I think the overall appeal to this is you've got a brand new character and a brand new concept that just really resonated with people when it first came out. Uh, Freddy Krueger was, was different. The hands with the claws, I mean, completely different. Uh, the concept of, you know, if you go to sleep, you're going to die, that's just freaking terrifying to begin with. Um, as far as the movie goes, it was the story was really good. Uh, the acting... Uh, was not <laughs> <laughs> it's it's some there. of the acting it's was there. okay. The lead role I forget her name, Lang Langholm uh, or Lang uh, something, remember. was not very good uh, as far as the acting goes. There, um, some of the characters were, were one or two. Of the characters. her dad was a veteran actor. He's a re- really good actor, but uh, even Johnny Depp in one of his first roles, not. He's not the best. Not he's the fine, best. In this. I mean, they were they were all adequate, I guess, you know, yeah. for what they had to do. Uh one thing I did notice though is that, you know, in later later movies with, with Freddie, he's more of a smart aleck, got kind of a wise, you know, got a sense of humor, you know. Yeah. This one was more straightforward, I'm gonna kill you type. Yeah, you get he, undertones he had, of that. Yeah, he had one or two lines that were kind of, you know, out there, but besides that it was just I'm coming after you. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Later on, they made him funnier. Mm-hmm. They made him, I guess, more relatable type. But for this one, it was really a straight-on horror movie where he was just coming after you.
0: Yeah, it's kind of the classic thing where it worked, so then they went with it, right? So they they give a crazy character, right, who... Not crazy. I guess he's, he kills you, and then you go with it. You have, like, nine more movies or whatever. I remember this, right. and you just... Then you try to make it more relatable. You try to make it more funny. they the favorite Jason movie, which is all right. They try to go ahead and yeah. mix them, which He's is not ridiculous a... Well, movie. I mean, you yeah. know, like
2: like I was saying, in later movies, he has a bunch of one-liners.
0: Yeah. I mean, they just... Man, they, they and they're not great.
2: They roll off the tongue just over and over. <laughs> yeah. This movie was not like that. There was one or two here and there, but he was more or less just coming after he wanted to kill you.
1: Yeah, I wonder if it's because at this time, you had so many other slasher characters like your Jason Voorhees, your Michael Myers. You had all these other guys that were yeah. silent. And <laughs> then they're like, well, we got to make, well, Freddie can talk. So let's just make him ridiculous and sarcastic yeah. and funny and this and that. And they do, they do take it overboard. Like in this, he's got a couple of lines here and there, but he's not a clown. And then yeah. they, you're right. They try to make him that in the later films.
0: Yeah. So we have, um, the omen going against that my Elm street. What are you guys doing? Where are you guys going with it?
1: I'm going go to go the omen. I'll go first. The Omen.
2: Overall, better movie has to be The Omen. I mean, I love that they introduced us to Freddy Krueger and the whole concept of being, you know, dying in your sleep. Yeah. Try to stay up. You cannot. You can't stay up. Uh, But yeah, The Omen's a better movie.
0: Yeah, I was gonna go Omen too. So um, we have a three. Way there, all three of us. Um, yeah, we do. Definitely like the Omen over Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, n- some, nothing against Nightmare on Elm Street, but the Omen just—it's just better. Some people so. may be
1: pretty peeved at that, but I don't know. I, I think mean, the Omen's
0: probably a better movie overall. I, crafted. I, th-
1: I definitely think it is, but th- I'm just saying there's a lot of people who love Nightmare on Elm Street, which is which is good. But and I, I do think Nightmare on Elm Street has a brilliant concept, but so does the Omen. Honestly, you hadn't really seen a quote unquote Antichrist movie like that before.
0: Yeah. Um, so next we have the conjuring going against midsummer, kind of a weird one. Um, we'll start with the conjuring. The Conjuring's kind of, um, came out of nowhere. This is one of those movies that I wasn't sure about when it first came out. Um, because we've seen stuff like this before, right? we have seen demons, we've seen spirits, we've seen, um, all kinds of movies like this, you know? And so it came out. And it, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it came out, but it's got a great cast. It's got a great idea. Mm-hmm. It's done really well. Like I said, it's up. I like Conjuring two a little better than Conjuring. That's not you guys don't, and that's fine. But the Conjuring is up there. Some people's favorites. Read a lot of review. I've read a lot of things of horror just from doing this kind of stuff to see see people's lists. And Conjuring is like number one. I understand it's a well crafted movie. Um, It's very effective and it's scary. It's not too jump scary, which which its universe has become. Um, But the very first Conjuring universe movie is you know, and so. I don't know. I, I really like this movie and deserves to be here. Um, and it's going against a really weird movie. But um, <laughs> the Conjuring itself is a very, very
1: good movie. So. It is. I love The Conjuring. Uh, I saw this in theater when it first came out, and I thought it was excellent. It has that great old-school haunted house film vibe to it. Um, it's kind of a slow buildup, like your traditional old-school horror film. Um, it's got a slow buildup, but it has great characters. It has great pacing. It has... Um, Excellent scares, excellent creep moments. James Wan directed this, who also did Saw and in the Insidious movies. And he, like I've said this a billion times, he knows how to craft a horror movie. And it's very effective. It's very well done. And I see why it sparked an entire universe, because it's low-key pretty brilliant.
2: Too bad some of the other universe wasn't as good, though. Mm-hmm. The Nun, <laughs> you know?
0: The only other good ones, The Conjuring. Maybe Antibode Creation. Antibode Creation isn't terrible, but Definitely yeah. not The Nun. No, the Nun blows. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah this is a great movie uh, it's fun to watch I've seen it I don't know probably three times uh, yeah easy it's it's a great story the acting is fantastic mm-hmm. uh, it does introduce us to different characters that they do take later on and just really mess up
0: but based on a true story type <laughs> right, stuff okay. trying to, you know what I'm right. saying yeah. but in
1: this that's what freaked me out the most about yeah. it
2: but in this movie those characters work well yeah. uh was when they started to go branch out, it, it did not work for, as well. But in these in this movie it works really well.
0: Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <clears> right. Um I was
2: just gonna say this is a fun movie. Definitely should be on the list. And yeah.
0: There you yeah, go. Yeah, I think what really helps is it's not the it's not an original story. Let's not be honest here. It's not an original no, story. No, I mean we've no, seen this type really, of thing before. I mean it's I mean insidious is a lot of the it's a lot of the same. You know, James Wan made both movies, they're both possessions in a way. But it's just so well done. It's so well acted.
2: And you've got a psychic. Yeah, and it's very... The
0: the first one, I think, which helps, it's contained. It's self-contained. It's basically in one place most of the time, except for whenever they're getting brought in, you know, to come help. Yeah. And so I think it helps the story. And The Conjuring 2 branches out a little bit, and people don't like that. I like that. I was going to say,
2: it does have undertones of poltergeist. Yeah, because it all takes place it in all, the house. The house shakes a lot. Yeah, you bring <laughs> yeah. in, you bring in, you bring in a psychic. I yeah. mean, the whole it, it does have that feel to it, but it kind of expands on that. I think mm-hmm. it's just it's 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 different in its own way, but it, it works really well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's on a universe which is hard to do, um, but sadly, about half of the movies aren't good. In, yeah, in our opinions, probably. It, so
1: I, I agree with you, and it and it truly has it. The Conjuring is mainly known for having this ridiculous universe attached to it now, which I kind of hate. But this first film really has some effective scares. It, it has some good scary, creepy moments. The whole hide and clap game still scares the piss out of me. It's got good <laughs>
0: makeup. The moms really, the makeup and the moms really yeah. good at the end. Um, yeah, the whole the, the,
1: exorcism the, that they do and stuff. It's yeah. it's wild, but it's done so well. I worst. have I have
0: the Conjuring, of course, and. Um, I, but I have a slipcover, and like part of it is one person clapping and then her looking back. It, it's, it's one oh, of those, yeah. It oh, looks, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I don't know, lenticular cover, yeah. It's like you can see the ones clapping, and then the candle goes out or whatever. No, that's I that's mean, cool. It's one of the scariest parts of the movie, so it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, The Conjuring is going against Midsummer, our um, Ari Aster's second film for us. Um, Hereditary, we talked about earlier. Now you have Midsummer, and Ari Aster was like you know what I'm gonna make a really messed up movie in Hereditary a really good movie but it's pretty messed up I'm gonna go more. He succeeded. Yeah. I'm gonna make a I think Midsummer's a good movie some people don't but I'm gonna make it super messed up. That's what he does you have you follow a main girl and the very first ten minutes her whole family dies in a horrible way and then she's taken off to is it Switzerland. Finland, Switzerland, Sweden—it's one of the three. It's, so it's an S. So it's Switzerland or it's Sweden? Sweden or Switzerland? Okay. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. But they go off to Midsummer, and you follow them and these friends. And then you kind of find out there's a ritual going on, and a lot of messed up things happen. That third act of the movie is one of the weirdest, craziest, messed up things I've ever seen a third act of a movie do. Mm-hmm. But yet, you know, I loved it. I loved the smirk at the end, which is all I'm going to say. It's brilliant. Um, I love just her finding herself in this weird, horrible place. I like the people kind of getting picked off from doing weird things. Will it unsettle you? Yes. Will you go? Will you come out of it maybe a changed person? Yes. Uh, and not in a good way. But I really enjoy it. I've seen it two or three times. Not the easiest watch, I have to admit. No. Um, because it's... Arias to wrote and direct this again. So it was all from him, you know. It's what he wanted to put out, and it did pretty well. And um it kind of what's her name? Uh Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh kind of show, it's not her first thing, but it kind of now she's like in everything. Yeah. <laughs> Little women, black widow, she's in everything now. And I and Fight all in the Fighting, fighting family, the Family It's a good movie. Yeah. Um I like. she was really good in this and I don't know. I just really like this movie. So
1: I, I agree this movie this movie is bananas. But bonkers. It it works really well because of that. Uh, I mean, Ari Aster sets up this film. It's this sheer daylight horror, almost like The Wicker Man, and it kind of it, it feels like it pays homage to The Wicker Man and movies like that quite a bit. Uh, not the Nicolas Cage remake. The original. Nope, no one likes that remake. Kelly May won't bring back your honey. <laughs> anyway, uh, but it pays homage to The Wicker Man and stuff like that, and it, it's a different type of horror film, and because of that, I really respect it because. There's just a lot of creepy, very disturbing, very unsettling graphic moments in it. And, uh, yeah, parts of it are hard to watch, honestly. Parts of Hereditary are almost hard to watch, but this goes even further, I feel like. Yeah, um,
0: definitely amped it up a bit.
1: But I think Florence Pugh in this is fantastic. I think she should deserve some type of award. I don't know. She may have, she deserves something. She's great in this. I have a low-key crush on her. And the, the story is just haunting and eerie and just follows you throughout the one thing i could say i guess this is a negative it is kind of long and i was never really scared like i was never horrified like like in some horror films i was disturbed (laughs) yeah multiple times but it's not a horror movie that will keep me up at night it just really kind of messed with me and it, it, it did it did make me think quite a bit more so than i thought it would but so yeah i like it for those reasons
2: I don't have a crush on her, but I thought she did a really good job. <laughs> yeah. Um, She's really and, British, too, so that makes it this, even better. <laughs> uh, this movie, totally, from the beginning to the end, it is so... It stays consistent throughout the whole thing. The whole time you're watching it, uh, it's just things just kind of build on each other, and and you're wondering what's going to happen next, and it keeps you on the edge of your seats, and messed up thing after messed up thing after messed up thing keeps happening, and you're just... You, you, you're kind of part of it's you're you're wondering if you really saw that or if if that really happened or or seriously did he really go there i mean and you're seeing that throughout the entire movie it it was disturbing it kept you it kept you un, uneasy unnerved it was the entire time you were there was something about it the the atmosphere of it that it just it was unnerving. It, you just didn't feel right watching it, yeah. and yet you couldn't look away. 100%. I think that is a fantastic feat for for him to do for this movie. I I, I love <clears throat> this movie. I really did.
0: Yeah, it it you know a couple of more things, but I like the way it's shot. It's shot almost mm-hmm. psychedelically. It's shot almost through their eyes because when they first get to Midsummer, they get some drinks. And there's obviously tripping. roofies <laughs> or something, and they start tripping. But the movie is shot trippy. Like if you yeah. if you really watch it the second time, just watch everything around. Everything's kind of wavy. It's you kind of seeing through their eyes and how they don't care what's going on because they've been drugged basically, or yeah. they know they're doing drugs really. But and then. The second thing I wanted to say was it is a long movie but there's a director's cut coming out with a collectible book lit with it and it's like 30 minutes longer and they said yeah. it's actually more brutal.
2: I would completely
1: watch it. That's crazy. I don't want to the first see that. Time. They, I mean. they, they, he, they,
0: what I read was Ari Ash said that was nothing compared to my director's cut. And well, I said, see, what? And what could you do I mean, more, I Ari?
1: Have problem with it but it is longer for a horror. It's like yeah. two hours and 25 and, minutes, and minutes. And even this though it was longer I didn't
2: mind. There's a lot of movies that are longer that I just, I'm just i sitting there going oh my gosh they're going to ignore with. This one you're just going what are they going to do next? How are they going to end this? What is going on?
0: I think it's closer to three hours with the director's cut. He adds like thirty minutes. I do to want to watch the director's cut. Yeah. I think it's out now. It was supposed to come out before COVID, and then I don't, I don't think it came out like worldwide. I think it came uh, out well, a little I, bit, I and then saw COVID hit. About it
1: online, but I didn't know if it was worldwide. I
0: hadn't seen anything in the US. I could be wrong. I haven't checked in a while. But in the US as far I haven't been able to see it. Well, I'm definitely going to. watch it. And It's expensive. I think it's like 50, 60 bucks. And it's starting. So whatever. I'll, I have the movie. We found it Walmart for like five bucks one time. Yeah. But um. Anyway, so The Conjuring is going as Midsummer. This one's part of the toughest one of the day so far, maybe of the so day at all, because I, I think this is really close. So, what do you guys think, Conjuring or Midsummer with an O? I'll
1: go first on this one. Go. Okay, Midsummer, summer, <laughs> Midsummer, Midsummer. mid-summer, mid-summer. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, some people say Somar, but I, don't yeah, think I, I right. hate that. It's not true. <laughs> I guess
2: mine because of how disturbing it was. How I kept wanting to see more, even though I didn't want to see more. Uh, I'm going to go Midsummer.
1: Wow, okay. Um, I like both these movies quite a bit. Um, I am going to go with The Conjuring. I think it's a creepier, more effective, straight-up horror film. Um, like I said, Midsummer's much more disturbing, but um, I'm going to go with The Conjuring.
0: All right, big choice here, because if I go Midsummer, both Conjurings have been taken out. Think dun, about dun, that. Dun. Um I like them both. Um, I'm going to go with The Conjuring as well. I think The Conjuring is a little better. I think Hereditary is a better movie. Than, uh, that, that's not why I'm doing it, but I think Ari Asher's got a Hereditary on here already. And yeah. I, I like that. I think The Conjuring is just a little bit better, um, especially horror-wise. They're both horror movies, but I think The Conjuring is definitely a little better horror movie. I agree with you, though, that I kept wanting to see more with Midsummer. That was about 51-49% split for me. Um, that's a tough one. So the Conjuring does move on um, to the next round, cool. which, not, which is cool. Um, so next we have the thing going against Carrie, the original Carrie, not Sweet. the Chloe Grace Moretz remake, which isn't a bad one actually. It's, it's not. It's, it's, it's basically shot for shot. So it's not good. But um, it's, not yeah. it's the other Carrie. Exactly. So, I, like Grace too, so. I, I do too. Yeah, we're going to talk about Carrie. Um, Carrie's a great film, um, Stephen King adaptation. Once again, it was a lot of those on here. It's a better book. Um, that's what I've heard. I've never read it. I don't. I say, I've said this a lot. I don't really like Stephen King's writing. Uh, it's not that I don't like his stories. I don't like his writing. So I have trouble. He's getting, so dense, I have he trouble getting immersed in his books.
2: But if you if you go back and read his the first novels that he did, he's different than than he is now. And yeah, I think his I've first novels are better than the ones he's writing now.
1: Really? Do you? I, I'm just curious. I um, I've not read the book Carrie. I'm fairly certain because Stephen King famously hates The Shining. I'm fairly certain this is his favorite adaptation of his books. It might be. I, I mean, I think I feel he's got like got a I've billion. I feel course, like I've heard that somewhere. Of course, like it he might said be that's his. One of his favorites. It
2: might be the one that he redid, though. <laughs> he don't, I don't know. He redid know. The Shining, so
0: I don't. Yeah. You know, I don't know. This
1: is um, a Brian De movie, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and so. Yeah, it just follows a girl. She's bullied. That's the biggest thing with the new one is Chloe Grace Murat would never be bullied. Yeah. She's like the best looking person in that movie. So, anyways, but in this movie, it works a little better, I guess. But yeah, the bullies are like dogs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Works a little better. She gets bullied. She has powers that she doesn't really know what to do with. She can, she can like control things in her mind and stuff. And and it just kind of you kind of well, she kind of comes into that as yeah. the
2: movie goes along. She's not really sure. Even though she has the
0: power. Exactly. And so but it's for not it doesn't showcase the powers much. It doesn't do a lot of that the there's a really good relationship tension between her and her mom. It's not a good relationship. I shouldn't say good. But the it's a really interesting look at a relationship between a mom and a daughter and how her doesn't really support her daughter, she doesn't really like her daughter, really. And then you, she, he has to deal with it at school and at home, and it just all boils over until she gets pig pig's blood thrown on her, and then it all just goes to crap, you know? Yeah. And,
1: and her mom is a straight psycho. Yeah, she is. and I've made jokes for years about getting in the sin closet. Yeah. <laughs> I, how crazy she is. I
0: know. So she has to deal with, she first of all, she kind of doesn't even know she's murderous yet, but <laughs> she, not really, she really isn't. She's just acting off impulses she doesn't really even realize she has. Yeah. But she's dealing with crap at home, really bad crap, and then she has to go to school and get bullied, and it's just an overall wonderful I think story. It's a great movie. Um, it's like I said, it's been redone. It's not as good. It's pretty shot by shot. Um, just not as well, I don't think. Um, but I think it's effective and all the way it needs to be. It's as bloody as you're going to get <laughs> at times. And I don't know. I just really like this movie. So
1: Yeah, it's pretty wild. I like it too. Um, I think Sissy SpaceX really good in this. I think she plays a nerdy girl that gets picked on very well, honestly. It's more believable than
0: Yeah, than Chloe, Chloe Grace
1: Moretz. Get out of here. But um, Sissy Spacek's really good. I like Brian, pa- Brian De Palma's direction of this. Um, he has a very interesting filmography, but I like most of his films. Anyway, um, uh, but yeah, I think it's... It, it it's a it's a good horror movie. I would literally watch it almost any time of time, but it's not one of my absolute favorites. Um but I do enjoy it. Um I think it has a great ending, the whole hand coming out of the grave, this and that yeah. spoiler. Um but <laughs> if it is these days it's old But enough. it's like came out like seventy six, yeah. it's fine. Um but yeah, I enjoyed it. It's good. Right.
2: Yeah, it's it's a it's a fun horror movie. I mean uh watching her grow from you know, she's definitely fearful from of, of her mother. Her mother is just a horrible person. Uh, she beats her. She puts her down. She's she's a, she's a man-hater big time. Oh, yeah. Can't stand men. And,
1: <clears throat> and Who can blame who her? Who can right. blame her, right? <laughs> <Who can> <laughs> her?
2: <laughs> and so she's growing up in this environment where she's taught to be afraid of everything, and and so she won't stand up for herself. But then all of a sudden, these powers start to emerge, and she's starting to see what little bit she can do here and there. And then, of course, she's bullied really bad. Mm-hmm. And that continues with even the the date to the prom, uh, the dude was was sincere that he really wanted. You know, they asked him to do it, and eventually he he came around and said, "Yeah, well, he was sincere about it." But then the whole the whole prom scene is just incredible, very memorable.
0: I give it just that. incredible. It's a very memorable scene. Yeah, it's when, an iconic scene when she
2: when she goes crazy and you know starts blocking the doors and nobody can get out, and it was just it was nuts. Uh, Fantastic job! I don't understand why they made the remake because, especially if you go shot for shot, why make another movie? Uh, I don't understand. I'm that. not I sure. I don't really know either. I'm it not, just it doesn't make
0: sense to me. I'm not sure there is anything new in it. Like I've seen and both, and I don't I remember much from what,
1: uh, Sorry, I was just gonna say from what I remember, the new one. I feel like in the original, the kids who bully her, they're bullies and they're mean. But in the new one, I feel like the kids are almost homicidal. Like, mm. they're straight-up lunatics. So they play
0: a little more on that side but I, f-
1: I feel like that's really the only difference I could think of. I but don't know. But I still
2: have a problem with them remaking movies that basically do the exact same thing the original did when the original is still so good.
1: And make it worse. Yeah,
2: I just don't understand why you would do that. I mean, I get that maybe you want to introduce this character to another generation, that type of thing. But when you have... The original movie that is so good, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Cough,
0: cough. The Omen. Cuff, Try cough. Cough. Child's Play. Cough. Hey, was, I gotta go off forever. Cough. 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 Cuff, Psycho. Cough. <laughs> cough. Yeah, you could do you could do it for almost any good yeah. horror it movie. It doesn't rebooted. make sense.
1: Psycho is almost a shot for shot remake, but it's worse. It is. Yeah, it and, is. Oh yeah. Man, why did Gus Van Sant do that? So right is the Omen. Football, I'm pretty sure. It? Yeah, the Omen's pretty similar. I don't oh, know. it
2: is. I mean. From the, I'm
1: trying to remember what's. I think they, they the want to make it more actiony, but it's really not.
2: I, mean, I don't know. I mean. From the maid jumping off, you know. Yeah, it's all the same. I mean, the whole thing it was. Just, I was like, I've seen
0: this before.
1: I haven't <laughs> seen the Omen remake in like eight or nine years, but
0: so anyway, we're not talking. About yeah. That. <laughs> so Carrie is going against the thing, and the thing is one of those th- we've. We was I don't know if you ever. If you haven't seen it, I would go recommend watching Eli Ross' uh, History of Horror. We watched a thing over the thing, actually a thing over the thing, I, I, it's, it's a thing over the thing. A Thing It's interesting really interesting, show. but uh, I love this movie. It's basically about an alien that can turn into anything, um, and it is gross. It's one of the, it's actually one of the most gross we've yeah. ever seen. It's all practical effects. Um, it's done really well. We, and it, it has got a really good, really good following since coming out. Um, it messes with you. The thing is, actually w- goes into that whole reboot thing. It's not a very good one. I don't like the new one that much. The new it's one different. is a prequel. The one's a prequel. Yeah, I just don't like so. it. <laughs> anyway, is it. That's right, it is. Um, it's not a complete reshoot, re- 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 but I don't like it. That's
1: got Joel Edgerton in it, doesn't it? I don't
2: remember. I just remember.
1: Probably. Probably.
0: He's in a lot of stuff that I don't one remember. The main chick that's in it. I I've only seen it one time. Who's the main chick? Mary Elizabeth Winstead? Yeah, I didn't yeah, really okay. care for it at Is it Winstead or Winstead? Who cares? Winstead, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, who cares? I don't know that's um, what I'm asking. I didn't feel comfortable
2: I just know it's a prequel and I know I didn't like it a whole lot. Oh, so you want prequel I only saw it once.
0: Um, but no, I this know. movie is fantastic like from st- yeah, from start to finish. Um, I like a lot of what they do. Like it's you don't you can't trust anybody because it could be anything. I like when it's trying to transform itself, but it looks gross and oh, it's and so it, gross. It, it, it's like it's a baby. They act like I guess it kind of it's like it's a baby. It's trying to figure its powers out and it's just comes in as a dog, you know, and then it's blah blah blah, and all this yeah. other stuff, and it, it very, it's in a very, it's very effective. It's gross. It's got, it's scary, but it's not so gross that it's bad. Does that make sense? Even yeah. make sense? You know, it's all practical, which I really admire, um, and it's just horrifying.
1: Actually, I I agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is. Freaking disgusting. But it is brilliant. I love this film. I love this film. I think Kurt Russell's great in this. Keith David, uh, Wilford Brimley, who's mainly known for a diabetes commercial now. is yeah. he's. It's sad that he's kind of a joke now. But he's actually really good in this. There's a lot of great performances in this. Jared Carpenter's direction is excellent in this. The score in this is weirdly good. It's just a bunch of dramatic bass tones and stuff. But it works really well for the film. Um, the makeup and the practical effects are out of this world. Like you were talking about, we watched that show on AMC, Eli Roth's History of Horror, and they dive into how they did that and what this movie kind of did for cinema. And it's really, really interesting because this movie had like a real negative impact when it was first released. People did not like it. People did not care for it. Thought it was just violence for the sake of violence, gore for the sake of gore. But since then, it's it's gained such a cult following for good reason. I think it's really, really great, and I think it has a near- Perfect ending as well. Um, yeah, I could keep talking about it, but I'm gonna let somebody else talk.
2: Yeah, we've talked about this before. You guys know this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Plain, simple, to the point. Uh, I love the story here. The, the acting is great. I especially love the effects. Uh, did now, John Carpenter? Uh, composes a lot of the music for his movies. I wonder if he did this
1: one. He did not for this one. He I, t- I know think, he, I I know he does first, for a lot of I, his movies. You're right. I think this is the first time he did not compose the music. I can okay. check that.
2: The music was great. Uh, gosh, I don't know. The tension between... I mean, it's it, again, like so many horror movies that work so well, it has to do with not only you're going against this, this horrible creature that will kill you and try to take over who you are, but also the isolation. Yeah. There's no way out. I mean, you're in a, you're in an environment that you have to stay inside. You cannot be outside or you will freeze to death. So you have to be inside with all these other people. And this thing is going from person to person. You don't know who it is. Fantastic tension. Uh, fantastic story. I just, I absolutely love this movie. So
1: I do too. Um, now, the thing is composed by Ennio Morcone, who uh, most recently won an Oscar for his um, composition on the Hateful Eight, um, and he actually died this year in mm. July. Okay, he was ninety-one, but so he had a good life. But yeah, um, had a good run. But yeah, he 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 did that score, and I think the score was originally nominated for a Razzie. Like it was nominated for Razzies. People hated it when it came out. I don't.
2: Of course, they didn't like the movie either. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, just in general. Have yeah. you guys ever seen the original that it's based off of, the thing from another world, or the thing from another? I've seen parts something? of it. Yeah, I don't think I ever watched it.
0: Um. So yeah, it's the thing going against Carrie. Um, I'll go first this time. I haven't gone first yet, so uh, I'm gonna go with the thing. I think it's just a little bit better. I think Carrie is wonderful, and I think it's got a, a very iconic scene. I mean, whenever you think of a certain anything like Carrie, you always think of the prom scene. Yeah, you know, every time it's about the only thing you think of. But The Thing, I think is very underrated, and I think that, not maybe not as much anymore, but it was, and not a lot of people I know have seen it, actually. Yeah, a
2: lot of people consider it a cult,
0: a cult sure. following type. Um, and it's fantastic, and yeah. so I'm definitely going to go with The Thing here.
1: Yeah, you're right. The Thing definitely does have, um, it has more of a following now. Um, that's when well, I'm going to go with The Thing as well. And I have a feeling it's going to be a three-way.
2: Okay, I'll go The Thing. <laughs>
3: okay, good.
0: Yeah, I think that's deserved for sure. Carrie was going. Carrie might have went through an other. Yeah, it ones, on going you on twisted Carrie's, my arm. Carrie's, I'll say the thing. <laughs> yeah, Carrie's great though. So, um, yes, yeah. so the last matchup for this part is um, "Let Me In." The Chloe Grace Moretz. It, it is technically a remake because the other one's like four and five. I think film. the other oh, it's one's, let the, right let the right one, one in. Let the right one in. I think it's actually a little better. Um, but this was a good movie, and it's going against Candyman. So it's a okay. weird matchup. So we'll go with "Let Me In" first. Um, "Let Me In" is just—it's a vampire movie. It's a very somber vampire movie. It's all—it's our, our only vampire movie. We had to put one in, so we let we "Let Me In" is the one that made it. Yeah, it was either this or Twilight. So yeah, obviously. Um, Breaking Dawn. Breaking Dawn. And oh, you didn't put that in. No. <laughs> Man. No, it's too much. I'm out of here. It's th- too scary. I'm yeah. gone. There's, there's, just too much of them glowing or whatever. I like they do. the twinkling. The twinkling, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, "Let Me In" is really good. It's uh. You kind of start feeling bad for the guy because basically he falls in love with Chloe Grace Moretz as a boy and then starts feeding her. Yeah, I mean they're both and, like
2: they're both ten or twelve years yes. old. I mean they're probably twelve. But
0: it gets kind of creepy. Like the movie's yeah. kind of creepy because then you your your main character is introduced, but there's an old dude living with Chloe Grace Moretz, but she just has an age. This vampire vampires are different in every movie, right? Yeah. Well, Chloe Grace does not age past, like, 11. Yeah, and the
2: way I figured is that he topped on with her when he was really young. Yeah, that's how it's And expected. he's been with her all these years. And, you know, now he's in his 60s, maybe, and and she hasn't aged at all, but he's still trying to keep her alive.
0: And he and it kind of goes with, She's kind of moving on. Like, mm-hmm. it seems like it's what she does. her. It doesn't really give you a backsway of her, but it seems like she kind of just moves on from guy to guy that takes her in, let, lets her in mm-hmm. and feeds her, you know, until they're just no longer able yeah. to go get a subject. Take care of her. Dude, yeah. I was yeah.
2: going to say, because there's, there's a tension there between mm-hmm. him and her definitely, because he's getting old. He's getting so old that he, he's having problems uh, finding people. He messes up a couple of times and she is just flat out brutal to him. Just mean, you know, cause she's got to feed yeah. and she is going crazy at this point. You gotta eat, man. And, <laughs> And, you know, so, yeah, definitely if she's looking for somebody else, it, I would say that's definitely part of the story there.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. It's it's a good story. Um, It's an interesting one for sure. Uh, the, the like you said, this is a somber, kind of depressing uh, film, but it's got a it's got a good tone. It's got a lot of it's directed by Matt Reeves, who did the Planet of the Apes films and is now doing the Batman. Um, so it's it's well it's well made. It's well shot. It's well acted. I think even the kids and Richard Jenkins, everybody's good in this. Um, It's it's a good film. It's just not. I I don't know. It's not one of those movies that I'm like, oh, I want to go back and rewatch that. I want to. I got to see that again. Um, But it is interesting, and it's a good vampire film. When you get a lot of bad ones,
0: there's not many good ones. Um, Cody Smith McPhee is the. I couldn't think of the kid's name. Yeah. Um, He's the main kid in it. um, That is is your protagonist basically. Um, coming in, he's the one that lets her in to mm-hmm. basically take over the reins of keeping her alive. And she... What's interesting about this movie is Chloe Grace Maness' character's name is just Abby, so we'll just call her Abby because yeah. he's been saying her three names. Um, But Abby is basically just... I don't feel like she actually loves these people. I think she manipulates them because I think... and for Cody, his name is Owen. So Owen's yeah. character, he's basically just just dumbfounded by her, right? And then she let he lets her in. He just kinda she just kinda manipulates people throughout Mm -hmm. her life just to stay alive. Her number one is her, right? She just needs to feed and she does only thing that she doesn't do, she doesn't really feed on them. She just she just has them bring people and Richard Jenkins is getting too old. Like you say, he can't do it. He can't physically do it anymore. Yeah, I mean what he he does kinda throws her Yeah,
2: they showed what he does. Like he he had a a a teenager out in the woods basically bled him is what he did. Mm -hmm. Collected the blood and that's what he's bringing back to her. Uh, he was also dealing with, the, the kid was dealing with a, a bully throughout the mm-hmm. movie, and that's that's another dynamic in that, what's his name, Dylan Minette, is that his name?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh so. yeah, that's the kid from <laughs> Don't Breathe, too. Yeah, yeah, it is.
2: And so he's the bully in the, in the movie. That's right. Uh,
0: Forget about that, I, was, I haven't <laughs> seen him in a while, to be honest. I haven't either. Uh,
2: but they do also rely on some of the old <coughs> vampire tropes, such as... She can't enter his apartment unless she unless he invites her in. Yeah, which and I enjoy this stuff. And I enjoy that. And he's like, I'm not going to invite you in. So she takes two or three steps in, and she starts to like deteriorate, starts bleeding, and start. Yeah. And he's like, No, 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 come in, come in. You know, it freaks him out. And then once he finally realizes what she is, I think she's already under his skin, and he's he's in love with her now. And so it doesn't matter
0: what she is. Yeah, I I do like the homage because like vampires are all over the place, man. Like when you get. From Dracula to now, I mean, they've just invented new ways to have a vampire movie, which is fine. It can be inventive, but it's not been well done in a while. Let Me In is pretty well done. I, I like how they went back to kind of the old of you have to invite me in. Um, they do that in Fright Night too, but Fright Night's stupid. <laughs> Even with the Lost Boys, yeah, and the Lost Boys. Yeah, you, yeah. Which I don't. We watched Lost Boys, didn't like it as much to be honest. I love the Lost Boys. I like Boys. it. You just stop I do right like there. it, but um, it's not a horror film, <laughs> it's so. Fine. I guess it technically It's could fun Is be that what you said film. It Is no what you guess. said It's
2: fun Yeah that's what you uh, said Technically yeah, Not film, film, it's fine It's fun Yeah it's alright
0: Anyways but um, I do like how they have They did that again Because um, these days I mean vampires Can do whatever they want I mean watch Underworld They can do whatever they want Yeah I watch mean, Twilight Yeah Underworld. they can do whatever And so I don't want to keep going Twilight. back to Twilight But yes it's not a good That's not a very good Vampire movie at all You know what it is Van they're, Helsing they're, no, they're all glittery I actually like Van Helsing
1: I, I tried a little
2: bit. You know, I tried to watch that a couple weeks ago. I can't. I couldn't do it. My wife loves it. I had to turn My it off.
1: The vampire's in that so movie are not so bad. is that? The movie she loves. <laughs> she, likes, she likes the movie
0: a lot. I mean, she loves a lot of movies, but she likes that movie quite a bit. Yeah, uh, she like. Does she like Twilight? No, she does not. Actually, <laughs> I'm proud of that. Um, but no, this movie does what it's supposed to do. It's a good vampire movie, and that's why it's on the list. And so, it's going against Candyman. I had no, have not seen Candyman before. Me and Matt had not seen it. Should we yeah, watch it the I other forgot. day? I was
1: like, I've seen that. And then I went, no, I don't think I ever have. We, we
0: watched it the other day, and this movie is weird, okay? So I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm not saying I like it, okay? That's, that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> it's it. I've only seen it once, so it's really hard to review a movie or really hard to give it its full credit after one viewing. Uh, but I went into this movie expecting a lot of different things. I went into it expecting Candyman to come and just gut people left and right. Didn't do that much. Not that kind of movie. Uh, he, well, when you read it, it's an urban legend. I am think, well, it's kind of like Bloody Mary. You say his name a couple of times. It's actually five in this one, but he comes out and kills you. Not quite. I mean, it, it's a very slow burner, which is fine. I like those. Not what I expected. Um, and it just messes with your mind. It's like it's kind of a psychological thriller. They make her look crazy. Um, she's pretty good in it, actually. Yeah, I really like that aspect of it. Um, she, without her performance, it's maybe it's not going to be that good because it's mainly about her.
1: Yeah, I can't remember her name
0: all Me either. And she does pretty good. Um, the new place Candyman does, his voice is really good. He's not in it at oh, all, barely. It spawned Tony him. Todd, I remember yeah. his name.
2: It spawned him as, you know, he's in all kinds of horror stuff
0: now. Yeah, he's... I think already he's got like 12 minutes of screen time in this movie, which is, seemed pretty generous, actually. Uh, but no, it's got... It's a pretty symbolic movie, and it kind of it's kind of confusing if you don't really pay attention at the end of what he's trying to do the whole time and all this other stuff. But And then the way the movie ends is kind of interesting, I guess. I kind of expected that how it was going to end. But... Um, Effective, I would say. There's not many jump scares, and the jump scares in this movie are off-kilter jump scares. Not, there's nothing actually there. There's one time the hook comes through; and that's the jump scare. Most of the jump scares are just like noises, yeah. And I don't yeah. mind those as much as I as much as I hate like things popping through a wall, you know. And so I don't mind off-kilter jump scares. The tension builds, and then something off does it. I don't mind those. There's just a little too many of them, probably. Um, but overall, I thought it was effective. I need to watch a couple more times probably to really understand it better the bees thing I get in a way, but <laughs> there and this I have to admit, he doesn't care to mess you, to kill children in bad ways. Yeah. You know, I don't really want to get into that too far, but that would that, that one threw that one threw me off. I was like, All right, sure. I'm I'm on board, not really. I don't know. <laughs> I mean he just kinda so I didn't understand the only thing I didn't understand is he was basically seducing her, mm-hmm. this movie did. But what I would have liked to see was the killer Candyman, which he does kill people, but I would have loved to see a different approach.
2: It's almost like he was killing people through her, though, and I mean, I, at yes. some point. So And I'm not, wondering
0: if the new one's going to do it. Like, and, the new one's coming out as a and reboot? And if you, look, or if it's, and if you
2: know. looked at the mural, she resembled yeah, his love from when, before yeah. he died.
1: I, I thought that was an interesting, an interesting angle in the film that I didn't really expect, was I like the fact that um, he is doing all these murders, and then he is basically framing her because he's just vanishing, because he can do that. And no one else can um, see him. Yeah, and he's just he's brutally slaughtering all these people, and then keeps on framing her for it. And she just gets deeper and deeper, deeper in this rabbit hole. She at this there's a point in the movie she thinks she's actually lost it. Um, you you think she might? I mean, I mean you don't really think she's insane, but she thinks she's insane, and. The story's really interesting. I do think Candyman is a creepy, good villain. Um, his voice is very, very <laughs> intense. <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> they did a good job with that. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact that I feel like Candyman was just trying to weaken her down, basically, bring her down to his level to where she would eventually succumb to being his forever. Yeah, the what, immortality his, thing. Yeah, I guess was his end goal because he had a thing for her. I it guess. worked. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, but no, it's good. It's it's a wild movie. I was not expecting it to be. Um, I mean, I knew it was gonna be graphic, but it is pretty graphic, and it's pretty, it's pretty pretty brutal. But it's it's good.
2: I really I really enjoy this movie. Of course, I saw it when it first came out, uh, and I've seen it a few times since. Uh, Virginia Madsen does a really good job as the main character. That's her name. Um <clears throat> The story itself, though, I mean you can look at it like maybe she is just crazy because maybe he's not really there. Maybe this is in her head. Yeah. Granted, you know, the movie is Candyman. He's supposed to be there, but is he really? I mean, I mean, yeah, it could have ended with, there are different ways. (laughs) (laughs) there There are different ways to look at it. I mean, different, 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 different viewpoints, I guess you can take on it. Uh, I thought Candyman was a great character. Uh, when he did show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know? I mean, you know, the <laughs> uh, thing. And okay, okay, now, saying, you know, that's not plausible, you know, say candy Candyman five times, you know, and it's, he's going to, somebody's, somebody's going to disappear, but, I'm probably not going to go do it.
0: <laughs> right. I think you have to be looking <laughs> in a mirror too. They don't really exactly explain that, but I think you have to be looking in a mirror to start yeah. it to work. But I, I mean, so,
2: yeah. The, the, bloody Mary. it was brutal. It was bloody. It is. Uh, it was just, i just i thought it was a really good horror movie i mean and i and i enjoy watching it uh it's on my shelf i i watch it i i enjoy it no, it's not. It's i'll go back to anywhere. it every once in a while. it's still there isn't it <laughs> I, is it is it in I had this to re- house I had it to return was on my shelf <laughs> so to you be honest, borrowed so. it.
0: <laughs> no i completely agree i think it does what it's supposed to do i just think going into it i just expected something different that's okay i i i would like to see an angle he's just killing not trying to not trying to get someone to come. Maybe that's Candyman's that Candyman thing though. He yeah, wants it, immortality. I, mean, it, I get it. I yeah.
1: just want to see blood and carnage. And it's it's, it's <laughs> that bad. So bad. <laughs> and it's
2: a backstory where she looks like, you know, the one that he loved before he was killed. And maybe that's why he's seducing her. That type
0: of. thing. I read a so. couple of things that they think that he thinks he's the re- She's a reincarnation of his old love, and so he yeah, went, which is because he's kind of crazy. So, so he it makes sense. With him, he he still know? has a baby. So I, I, I mean,
2: what what happened to him was freaking horrible. brutal. It's all get out. So. Yeah. Yeah, he did, I don't think he has a problem with inflicting that type of pain on anybody else. No, it's been like man, woman, or child.
0: What four hundred years since? I yeah. think they have sixteen hundred something. Yeah.
2: And and also they stated, you know, just like other tropes, that he lives off the fear of people. Is mm-hmm. if they don't believe in him, then he disappears. So he has to kill from time to time, just to be able to to be relevant and stay, and stay in the in the present.
1: Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, I agree with you. It's good. (laughs) Um, I think, Jordan, I think this is what you were thinking of earlier. Because this is based off a book by Clive Barker called The Forbidden. And earlier, I was like, "The Omen is written by Clive Barker." I couldn't find anything on it, but this is written by Clive Barker. I thought that was, I thought well, that was interesting. Was it, it's also it flat out written by him, or just it, no. They, but on the back they of the took material on the from, back of the Omen, it, I'm
0: pretty sure it said it takes material from. Clive it Barker.
1: says this says on Candyman. It says based on the Forbidden by Clive Barker, and then it's written by Bernard Rose, who's also the director. I don't know what else he's done because I
2: think the the writings that they took it from was from uh, he's wrote a series of books called the Books of Blood. Yeah. And I think it's taken from the character. Is it like a (laughs) catchy name? It's an anthology. Is it
1: a. um, Because all it says, I don't know, all it says on IMDb is The Forbidden. Is that like. It may be one of the stories in 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 there or something?
2: Um, I was telling Jordan, they've got a new movie on Hulu right now called Books of Blood based on Clive Barker's writings, and it's a really good movie. It's an anthology, it's got three different stories that combine. Toward the end and it's a it's really good
0: movie
1: that's cool because I guess he took that urban legend and wrote this book and everything yeah. that it was that it was based on so that's interesting
0: alright so Let Me In is going against Candyman where are you guys going?
1: this is weird it's a weird um, one for me this is a weird <laughs> this is a weird matchup uh <sighs> I Let Me In is probably the technically better film but Candyman is a more straight up psychological brutal horror film so i'm gonna go candy man
2: for me i enjoy both movies i own both movies i i'll pull it off the shelf every once in a while watch either one uh but for me as far as just straight up horror movie i i enjoyed probably the most out of these two is candy man
0: Okay, I was gonna go I was gonna go Candyman too. Ooh. Not sure why. Um I am gonna be honest with you, I'm I do not know which one. I don't, know, like, I one don't to go. know if I like it. I don't know if I, I like can it. be right on either. I'm not I like both, but uh Candyman it's, kind of grows me the more I think about it. Does like that make Hellraiser, sense.
1: you're like, man, I don't know if I like this. Hellraiser like Hellraiser
0: actually grown on me more since I've watched it. I'm waiting for Candyman too. I think it is. <laughs> so Candyman does go through um to the next round. So the next round is uh, like we've done this before, but we've got four more movies to talk about, but it's going against ones I've already won. Gotcha. Um, because of the bracket way. I did it. So The bracket way. The bracket way. So whatever. we have The Omen, which made it through, is going against Saw. So we talk about Saw now. So Saw yeah. Saw is one of the most interesting horror movies that have come out in a long time. Um, it brings in... Not the sequels. No, Well, no. I don't think most of them... One this, or two of the sequels are okay. Yeah, they're
1: enjoyable, but they're not very good.
0: No, they do the whole trope thing. But this movie has one of the best reveals I think endings Absolutely. I've ever seen yes. especially in horror 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 reveals can be horrible and in this one I think it's one of the best of all time it re- introduced you to Hostel which I do not like I've said many times <laughs> um, Hostel introduces you to this kind of like horror mutila- mutilation you know well, Saw yeah. did it first but um, with Hostel I think they went too far and Saw does too eventually not this movie but Saw 1 through 8 does eventually go too far but Saw is interesting where you get stuck in a room there's a creepy doll, basically puppet that tells you solve your leg or do this Billy? blah blah. What Billy? Yeah, Billy. And so, and then you keep going down the. After you have to do these certain things. And the second one's in a whole house, and people are stupid. People in the Saw movies are stupid, except for the first movie. I think the people in the first movie are pretty smart, but they get the people they get are just dumber and dumber each movie, <laughs> yeah. and they do dumber stuff. Yeah, are. But anyways, but I just think it's, this movie is so contained. I mean, you can't be more content than Saw. It really is. And it produces such a good movie from like three or four characters. Like, you know, and you don't even really know there's is. a character I mean, there.
1: It leaves and goes to another house and then you kind of see, you really only see like two rooms. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like the movie. But yeah, it, it works really well because of that. It the, Saw kind of gets credit for inventing this torture porn subgenre mm-hmm. basically. But the first Saw film is really not, very disturbing. It's not very graphic. It is a little bit here and there. I mean,
0: he has to saw off his own leg. Yeah, but, it, but the thing that uh,
1: works it, the thing that works best in this film is when he's sawing off his leg, it'll like cut to the blade going into his leg and then cut to his face or whatever because a lot of really stuff... He's really good in this. Yeah, they only had a million bucks to make this movie. A lot of the stuff was budgetary restraints so they couldn't show a whole lot of stuff. They couldn't be super graphic so they had to use their imagination and I think it works better because of that. James Wan and Lee L, who wrote and did this film, and Lee L stars in it as Adam, what's-his-face, the photographer, mm-hmm. um, and whenever they made this, they have said they don't really care for the Saw sequels because they take them way too far and way too over the top, and that's not originally what they had in mind. What they had in mind was this brilliant, contained story that, yes, is pretty graphic, but it works really well, and it's, it's a trip. I love this movie.
2: Yeah, this is a great movie. When I first saw it, I was like, "No freaking way!" Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the ending is just crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's that's you know you can't get past the ending. Almost like the Sixth Sense. You know, is that yeah. type of reveal? Yeah. It's that 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 incredible. Uh, the whole build up to the end though was was really good. I mean, just the tension that they build up with these characters is you know they they're stuck. They want to get out. They, you know, there's no escape, and then and then they offer them a way. And he's like, you know, you got to be kidding. And we're watching and going, oh, you got to be kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> going to make him do that? No way. But <laughs> the story is awesome. The way it's shot is awesome. Uh, again, with so many of these of these horror movies that really, really work, we're talking about isolation. They're isolated. There's no way out. They don't have any way of of, of Unless you Indiana. make a choice, right? <laughs> not and a good so, one. <laughs> and so again, I mean, when isolation is used well, it makes for a fantastic movie, like as that. we see over and over and over again. And that is, I, I can't say enough about this movie. I, I absolutely, the ending is fantastic. Uh, it was just, is a great movie.
0: Yeah, I think it's overall great. I don't like. I, I've, we actually watched. We did. Our wives had not seen all the sauce. We had, (laughs) and so before Jigsaw came out, we watched all of them. Yeah, and they do get more ridiculous and more ridiculous as they go, but they're somewhat entertaining. It's just like there's something about them that's like digging your own eye for a key, and there's something about it. Yeah, but you also notice that
2: as you go farther into the, the series, they get actors who really aren't that great no that's and, true no, they, mean, they start becoming B movies yeah for the acting sure. the it acting sucks. gets worse the story gets worse it's just it's harder, and harder to but watch don't
0: worry we have a Chris Rock one coming out called Spiral <laughs> can hardly wait But I'm not. it's supposed to take the cop ed, the cop's vantage point which I'm not sure what that means <laughs> so that's the vanguard movie and yeah. honestly
1: it's like I kind of want to watch it I'm not going to watch
0: it I've seen all the, I wouldn't watch Jigsaw in theater why not watch that <laughs> yeah. one I mean, it's almost like okay I've seen them all I've all seen all, I've I've seen all other eight why not watch the ninth movie I mean um... Gotta keep that streak going. But the first Saw is great. Yeah, and I think what, what is the other one just, like, they make the dude... Well, first of all, eventually dies, but they make the dude just more, I don't know, dumb. Like, he's so smart in this first movie with, with all the stuff he does that in the second one he's still really smart. He still tricks... Um... You mean Jigsaw? Or, yes, Jigsaw. Uh, yeah. John Kramer? Yeah. And they... they he tricks Donnie. <laughs> Donnie Womper. But, you know... Not and, hard to do. Not hard to do, <laughs> but, like... And then he started getting to the point where he's gone and just it just doesn't do it for me. Don't make anymore. fun it's of the just, new kids. Yeah,
1: they kill him in the third movie. They and then someone
0: them. takes over, and then someone else takes over, and then someone else takes over. It's they just kill him
1: in the third movie, and then somehow in the sixth movie, he's still making videotapes and, and stuff. What, and what <laughs>
2: gets just... me is that with each movie, they try a big reveal. Yeah, and, they sure do. And it, and it doesn't work. <laughs> it does not the work. First one the first one's the only one, one that has a successful yeah, twist. The first one's direct, fantastic. Yeah. After stuck. that, it's like, really?
1: Two through eight, you're like, okay,
0: you're really stretching here. Jigsaw's reveal might have been... The best since the first one. It's not even a good review. It's a. It turns out. Oh, it's a prequel. (laughs) That's that's kind of what it turns out to be. Because you're actually watching a movie inside of a like the movie is not the actual thing you're watching. It's weird. The way Jigsaw does it. The
1: the reveals get Jigsaw probably does have the best twist. I hate the one in Saw Seven, the final chapter, where it. Goes back and shows you everything back to the first movie. Hate I that. Hate that twist. And hate the, that. The
2: reveal gets so ridiculous as it goes on yeah. that you you know you just wish they'd stop. Just make a horror movie. Quit the reveal crap. Just move on.
0: The only ambitious thing I can say is they finally did a thing where <laughs> where they did one out in the open. So that was kind of cool. They did it in public. That was ambitious. Oh, it's the beginning of <laughs> that, Saw yeah. seven? Six, seven. Is it seven? Is I it think seven? it's the final chapter. Yeah, it's ambitious. Has these
1: two has these two jocks like being murdered in public yeah. because their girlfriend's cheating on them? <laughs> I've never seen
0: that before. So, anyways, <laughs> all right. So we've got Saw versus the Omen. Where are you guys going? This one's really hard for me, to be honest.
1: I agree. Um, this is really tough. Um, my vote may not matter, but by the slightest.
2: Margin, I'm going to go The Omen. <sighs> this, is t- <laughs> this is hard. I'm,
1: I was waiting for somebody to say something. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I
2: think I'm going to go on, for me anyway, the entertainment value on this one. And for me, it was much more fun to watch Saw. And so I'm going Saw.
0: Of course.
1: Because there's only like three deaths <laughs> in The Omen. <laughs> yeah, well, and that... But that's but the almost reveal, the beauty of the Omen. I mean, and the, yeah. Too. But the big
0: Sorry. reveal
2: to the toward the end was just so fantastic. Completely threw me off. I just I really enjoy watching it.
0: I think pure. So both these movies are pretty pure horror to me. You know, like they're diff in different ways. Yeah. They're both horror films to the T mm-hmm. in different ways. Um. I really enjoyed Saw. I really enjoyed the Omen. So it's just hard. I think. Because of the brand new... I guess I'll go Saw because of the brand new idea it brought in and this the twist. There's not a twist in The Omen, I guess, really, except for that he lives. <laughs> you know, but it was just fine. I don't care. <laughs> twist doesn't really do it for me. Uh, it's not why I picked it. Uh, but I think just by the slightest margin, kind of like you yeah. on The Omen winning by a slightest margin, I think Saw wins this barely. Omen might be the better crafted film, overall crafted-wise film. Score and everything, even though I saw scores pretty good on the tense moment, <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's pretty, I- it's pretty <laughs> iconic. I mean, yeah. Um, I think saw just edged out just just a bit, yeah. I think all of us
2: can one. agree with that. I just, yeah, I know, understand. It was, it was either hard. way, it's Gregory not like Peck
1: dies for nothing. It's not, it's
2: not like <laughs> one was not like saw just knocked it out of the park, and and yeah, had no chance. That's that's you know,
0: that's not it at all. Um, the next one we have is The Conjuring, who has already gone through. Um, going against the strangers. Not, not, not at Night* the first one. Scream, um, no, that's not very good. No. So the strangers you have, um, this family goes to their cabin in the middle of the woods. Um, they get, uh, it's a classic home embrace. movie. might be one of the best to do it. Um, with people with masks, they just, and they ask why they're doing it. They said, because we can, <laughs> and, well, no, no, it's because you're home. Because you were home. Home, not because we can. I think that's actually in *Pray at night. Stupid. Um, <laughs> sorry, I got to mix up, but, um, no, it's, horrifying because this is plausible to a T. This happens all the time. That's people have say. home invasions.
2: I was going to say, this is something that could actually happen. Yeah,
0: and it, it freaks, it just freaks people out. It freaks our wives out for sure. We tried to watch it. They wouldn't watch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And it just, it's one of those things that, especially we live in a rural area, you know, we're in, a lot of the places we people live are in a, secluded places. And it hits home. There's a good, really good spot here where like, she accidentally just like, ro- k- kills the, her, his, was it? is it her husband? No, it's a. No, it's her boyfriend. 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 The movie yeah.
1: opens. He proposes to her, yeah. and she doesn't say but yes. But like and... she,
0: she's very trigger happy, and the, they they play, play play with her, and she's trigger happy, and just man, it's just saddening. Well, yeah, yeah and gosh, the, the sad movie too. I think
2: it's fantastic how they they mess with them throughout the movie. I mean, oh they're God, you know they're, they're walking through horrible. the house, you know, behind them, and oh you know they're just coming out of nowhere. It makes you want to throw you up. You know they're in the house, and you know that they can get them at any time they want to but they're playing games. Yeah. And that's what works for this movie so well.
0: It makes you want to throw up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, may, it the it, fact <laughs> it's so intense. The
2: fact that they just don't go in and and kill them and instead they play with them. They want to mess and, with them. Yeah, yeah, and that is that's the I think that's the the fantastic part of this movie is is that you know at any time they could they could do what they want, but instead it's a
0: game. And that's fantastic. It also got a lot of buzz because it was based on true stories supposedly.
1: Yeah, I think it's based on real events. Just, I think they just took a home invasion that was similar and kind of made a movie off of it. They're like, let's put masks mask on them. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, it it just works because of how simple and how effective it is. Um, because it's literally just Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman in a cabin together out in the middle of nowhere. And people show up and, and want to mess with them. Even I
2: think the only music in it was from the record player. I don't think there was any other that's music. Possible?
1: In there. I don't. I don't remember. I, I remember there being. I, I'm not sure. You may be right. I just. I do remember there being very little score in mm-hmm. it, uh, because that's that's what works. It's the so most. silent. Is think <laughs> about. Yeah. Think about. Think about that. Like that shot where Liv Tyler's standing in the kitchen smoking, yep. and the masked dude just walks in behind her and just stands there, just watching just watch her it. for a minute. Yep. It's just. It just gives me goosebumps, and it works so well. Like Jordan said, because that's the reason they give. That crazy people will do crazy things yep. because you were home. Mm-hmm. No, nothing beyond that needs to be said. It's just simple and effective, and it works. It still creeps me out.
2: And again, I'm going to say this one more time. Isolation. Isolation. Yeah. Again, I mean. There's
0: this, really nowhere else to go. It just
2: works <laughs> so well. It's
0: crazy. They
1: try to get away. but um,
0: yeah. Another thing that they do this in. Pray at night too, which is not a great sequel. It's like a it's like an hour it's ten, not by a the great way. Sequel. <laughs> it's like an hour twenty but with credits. It's it's an hour twenty with credits, so it's like an hour ten movie, but it's not a great sequel. But they do the whole is someone home a couple of times and that's that's very creepy because they're like, Please go away. Yeah. Like but, the little girl comes in, hey, is whoever home? But and what then, gets
2: me is like, okay, so the sequel. It's basically a continuation of the same night, isn't it? Is that how, how it's supposed to be?
0: I don't think so. I was I think, curious. I don't think it's even the same. Cause not different sure it's family it's, it's not the same people.
2: So it's not the same people doing it?
0: I don't think so because there's more See, of them.
2: I, th- I thought that it was, there's
0: three. I think there's... Is there not four the of one? There's three on the poster. Okay. <laughs> I'm so trying that, to I, it's not the I, same I, night for I sure. I thought
2: though. it was the same three, and I thought maybe it was a continuation of the night, but maybe it wasn't. It's I not the know. same night. I think it's a different but, area. But doesn't it seem like they got dumber, though? In the sequel, yes,
0: the people or the masks. The the masks. It seems oh like yeah, they, they get hit a dumber. lot.
2: I mean, you know the way that they did in the first one, it's almost like they're masterminds. What they've done, yeah. know, it's like they've done this, you know, a hundred times before. And then all of a sudden, they get really dumb in the second one, and it's just it, that's part of what does the second work one's not me. great.
0: I have it because I found it for really cheap, but it's yeah, not very too. good. <laughs> um But no, like I said, the first one they do the whole is I don't remember the name is is Ali, mostly Alice. I'm gonna say I incident. think it's, it's Tara. It's Tara home, and then and then they kind of like then they get in without them knowing. It's just them watching them.
1: It's just they it's, want to know. I think they want to kind of case the place out. It's one of those movies
0: camera. where you go home, or if you're not home, or if you're home, you go and just check your room. You know, he's like, make sure there's no one here that's watching closets, me. Check the closets, look under the you bed. Know. Yeah, that's what you do. Um, it just don't smoke inside. I know. No, no, no. no, but it's just one of those things that you just are just creeped out in your own house after. And I think mean, that's an effective horror movie. You yeah. know, it, the, so that's why it's on And the like list.
2: you said, the fact that this is plausible, this could happen. It just freaks me out, just, freaks me out. Takes it to another level, I
0: think. That's creepy. All right, so we've got the Conjuring going against the Strangers. Weird matchup for me.
1: Yeah. I think it's. I think this one, for me personally, may be harder than Saw and the Omen was, and that was pretty hard. Um, either one of y'all want to go first?
2: I will, because. Okay. You guys probably aren't going to agree with me, so. Okay. So that's cool. <laughs> I don't care. I love this movie. I love the tension. I love, I love the buildup for it. Uh, people in masks just freak me out, so I'm going The Strangers.
1: Well, there's no masks as, in The as Conjuring. Far as far as the horror
2: elements, I, just, I, I really love the Strangers. <sighs> and I like The Conjuring, too. You know, I'm going to be Strangers. cool with
1: either one of these movies going through, but just to mix it up, I'm going to go with The Conjuring.
0: You know, <laughs> of course, you know, I didn't <laughs> really know where I was going to go, but going into this, I don't really know if there is a right answer here. Like they're both. Yeah. There's a clap. Um, <laughs> I don't they're, know why I clapped. i they're. are <laughs> <laughs> well, in the movie, it's in the uh, conjuring. Reba. No, reba. I'm not sure there is a right answer here. I think. I think I'm gonna go the strangers, and I'm not sure why. And I think it's just us talking about it made me remember how horrifying it made me feel. Yeah, The Conjuring horrifies me too. I agree with you. But the strangers, it's just like it, I didn't go check my house after The Conjuring, but I I guarantee you, my wife, has, I think I did. My <laughs> wife and I, I've, well, my wife has seen it. Yours was the one that wouldn't watch all the way through at that time. I remember we tried oh, yeah, to get the them to watch it; they get, wouldn't watch it. No joke. When What's her face? knocks we got on the ten door. minutes Is in. When home, she's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> Emma has seen all the way through, but she, Emma checks the house. Anyways, but well, I literally went to check the house, <laughs> make sure there's no one in my freaking house. Yeah. It's so creepy. And I just think that's why it's going to make it through on this one. So the strangers does make it through over the conjuring. I think part of the biggest, one of the biggest upsets of the whole thing. Maybe, yeah. The
1: moral for, of this whole thing is if Scott Speedman proposes to you, do not deny him. No. no because no, no, because then not. you'll be awkwardly sad with each other. Then people will break into your house and kill you.
0: Yeah. It's every time. Yeah. You know, so it happens every <laughs> time. Um, Just Scott Speedman's wife, all right. This next one is The Thing, which I talked about, has made it through. Mm-hmm. It's going against the original Poltergeist. So, Poltergeist whoop, whoop. is kind of is, not kind of, it's very iconic. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: they're here,
0: yeah, exactly. It, um, I, lo- I love this movie a lot. It got remade, not a good remake. Um, no, it's not but. Poor Sam Rockwell can't poor, He's a good actor, you know. He's I mean, a great that's actor. It's just yeah. not a good movie really. So it then again it's kind of another I like to think of it like I like third the third encounter. Third encounter, Close, encounter. close the encounters. encounters. The, the third, third of the, the close it reminds me of that a lot, obviously. It's got yeah. the whole aspect in it's got the probably the thing I think of every time is the girl looking into the fuzzy um, tv you know she yeah. can see things other people can and you have your whole house basically flying apart um it is very intense very good without seeing much you don't really see much in this movie um they do really good at that and i just think it's a very iconic movie and it deserved to be on this list for sure i like yeah, this movie a lot i like so. this
1: movie too it's it's such a fun um well done haunted house movie and it really is for a lot of it, it's kind of a light-hearted romp. You know what I mean? It's kind of a light-hearted... It's not super dark and super somber most of the time uh, because it's produced by Steven Spielberg. A lot of people said Steven Spielberg was um, was really hands-on when making this. He denies that. He says it's 100% Toby Hooper's movie, who also did Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, and that's why Spielberg wanted him on this because he's like, hey, that was pretty, pretty terrifying, so get in on this. And... Yeah, a lot of people say it's Spielberg's film, but he denies it. Says it was Toby Hooper's. Um, but you can tell there's kind of some Spielberg magic in this movie. Um, it, it came out the same year as ET, and it has, it kind of has that feel. It has that magic, while at the same time being a pretty creepy haunted house movie. There's some good scares in this. There's some good creepy moments in this. There's a lot of iconic images, iconic lines. Um, it works really well. Mr. Incredible is great in this. I'm yep. not, not going to call him Craig T. Nelson. He's Mr. <laughs> Mr. Incredible. <laughs> He's great in this. Um, f- stinking. Oh, why am I drawing a blank on middle-aged women in the 70s and 80s names today? Um, his wife, yeah, David. I can't think what of her is name it? Right I'm now. I'm counting on uh, you, David. <laughs> I guess we can go to IMDb. Anyway, I was trying to think
2: of what her names, too. I can't um, remember.
1: But it's good. It's a really... Effective horror man. She was in Dexter, and it's <laughs> yeah. And for being a PG movie, it's gory as crap. It's pretty, it's pretty nasty. It's pretty scary, and it's rated really PG, which cracks me up.
0: Oh, Joe Beth Williams. Joe Beth Williams. She is oh, okay. Dexter, actually, for a little
1: gotcha. bit. Okay, that was. Please read his mom. Mm-hmm. me earlier when you said earlier when you said Lee remnick in The Omen I almost said no, it's Joe Beth Williams. But <laughs> been looking yeah. at all these movies too much. Uh, but no, I like Poltergeist. It's really good. Um, I don't know why. This is, I never thought there'd be such thing as a, like you hear hard R all the time, but this is a hard PG. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that no, was a thing. This
2: was, this was a fun movie. I mean, even, of course, we watched it when it first came out. Uh, yeah. But this was a fun movie. Uh, very Steven Spielberg-esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminds me of E.T. It reminds me of even the beginning of Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It when does. You're, when you're dealing with the family the whole family dynamic feels very much like Spielberg and how, mm-hmm. and how he, he shoots families and de- different movies. he did, yeah. Especially from that time period.
1: The best horror movies are really family dramas mm-hmm. first. And this is too.
2: And so, yeah, he definitely, even if he says he doesn't, didn't have a hand, he definitely had a hand in, in part of this. He, had, he wrote it. He had to it. have, yeah. um, just, I mean, just the way it was shot, especially at the beginning. Uh, this was, like I said, a fun movie. Uh, you know, at first, you know, even with the family, you know, they take, they don't take it seriously to begin with because Jo Beth Williams finds a spot in the kitchen where things are moving and then she sends mm-hmm. her daughter in a circle and lets her, you know, float across to the other circle, <laughs> yeah. you know, and they're having fun with this until it's not fun. Until it's not so fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> until yeah. she goes okay. missing, you know, that mm-hmm. takes her and, and then they're freaking out and they bring in. I mean, it, but visually, this movie is fantastic, especially for the time. Uh, I think of, of course, you know, the graphics and stuff, all that stuff was done, you know, with, with like cartoon type, type of animation type video. Uh, But, I mean, you think of like the guy peeling his face off. Yeah. I mean, that's very iconic for that movie. (laughs) That's gross. That's gross. (laughs) This movie's PG. I keep saying that. He's he's (laughs) eating chicken, and then he's clawing his face off in the mirror. I mean, it, it's for PG thirteen movie. It it does have a, a fear aspect to it, uh, a grossness to it that you don't always see in in thirteen in in PG movies. Yeah, and so it was a little surprising, but the story was fantastic. The acting is fantastic. It just it works really well as a movie. It's just it's fun to watch.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it is for sure. I think really the only knock I can give this movie is that it's not really scary to me. There's some good, effective, eerie moments in the film, but I don't think it's horrifying. It doesn't really scare me. I think, in my mind, yeah, the dude peeling his face off is messed up. And then um, the ending, whenever Joe Beth Williams falls into the pool and there's all Mm -hmm. these skeletons and stuff, it's horrifying. I've heard that they... Like there's there's all these urban legends about the poltergeist curse and yeah. <laughs> right. curse and stuff. I mean, the woman who played the daughter was killed the same year. She was strangled by her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then the woman who played the girl who played the little girl who says they're here ended up dying of um, some disease a few years later. Yeah. Um but so it's there's a lot of eerie stuff that happened while making this movie and I've heard, like I said, they use real skeletons. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I wasn't there. Yeah, who but knows? Anyway, there's it's effective because of that and there is a few effective moments like that. I love at the end the scene where Joe Beth Williams gets out of the bathtub and she goes in her room and then she starts being drug up the wall and across the ceiling. It's yeah. it's just a it's just a single wide shot following her. Mm-hmm. It works really well. Yep. Um, it sticks with me. Um, it's 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 just a fun horror film, honestly.
0: It might have scared me more if I watched it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, right. I watched it as an adult, mm, but if I was younger, it might have scared the crap out oh, of me. Oh yeah. So that that does play an effect on some of these movies because they came out when well, I wasn't even born, <laughs> so or <laughs> yeah. thought of being born really. Just um, a youngster. Um, young yeah, yeah, you wish. Um <laughs> So we have Poltergeist going against the thing. It's kind of a weird, kind of a hard one, kind of a weird hard one again.
1: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this is hard, but at the same time. It's not hard because I knew exactly where I was going looking at the matchup. I'm gonna go the thing.
0: Yeah, the thing. Me too. Okay. <laughs> um, I like Poltergeist. I that just, was probably the quickest time. <laughs> the th- the thing is, it's a, it's closer than we just made it seem for me. Um, yeah, it's definitely a closer matchup than we made that seem. I guess because sometimes we can make it seem like really hard, but uh, Poltergeist is so iconic, it's hard to go against it. Um, but the thing. It's become so iconic, mm-hmm. and I think it's a better horror movie <laughs> anyways. I, I think it's more effective. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's, yeah. it's grosser. <laughs> it's definitely grosser. Yeah. By a lot, actually. It's definitely grosser. Um All right, we have our last matchup of the night, um, or day, depending on how you're watching this. Um, watching this. Listening to this. <laughs> I don't watch podcasts. Hey, they like, might so. be watching. Yeah, you don't They know. could be watching their phone. Um, we have Candyman, who made it through the first round. Unbeknownst, I don't know how it did, but um, I think... It deserved it. So it's <laughs> going against Scream. Okay, so we're talking about Sc- we're gonna be talking about Scream for a little bit. Um, so Scream introduces probably my one of my favorite slashes in Ghostface. Um, uh, introduces a really cool um idea that there's a person just walk running around um just slashing people up, you know, yeah. just for no reason really. They they can't find a reason. No um, reason. This might be one of my favorite starts of a horror movie. Um, with the whole Drew Barrymore scene, I think it's fantastic. It's great. Yeah. Um, it's what's your favorite horror film? Well, all this other stuff, you know, you can. You, I, I don't know. I think it's creepy. It
2: mm-hmm. sets you the know, tone for the whole movie. She was actually cast as Sydney, mm-hmm. and she refused it
0: because uh, she wanted the first the first role.
1: Really? She and yeah, to they be marketed, gutted. They marketed her as like the star of this, and mm-hmm. so then she's killed in the opening. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy.
0: It's a great opening. I think one of the my favorite opening scenes of a horror movie. Could just the tone. Then you just go oh, to it's, to it's fantastic. But, yeah. Um, Neve Campbell was great in it. Um, Matthew Lillard's great in it. I can't ever think of the other guy's name. Skeet Ulrich, because Ulrich, he did nothing after this David except for R. being yep. Riverdale. Um, but no, every, everyone's really good in this. And Courtney Cox, Courtney Cox, really good. And um,
1: <laughs> this was peak Friends n- fame, too. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Yeah, that did help the movie probably. And right. so, uh, but you get this story of just people getting picked off by a slasher, and then and then they do the whole. Well, it could be this person because they do like a, they do a close shot of some boots that look like the boots of the killer. You know, they do they yeah. throw you off here, throw you off there. I like that, and then the reveal is nothing I could have ever. Th- I I never I didn't get the reveal. Um, I I thought it I thought it was somebody. It turned out to be somebody that I thought, but there's another reveal to it, <laughs> and then the ending is great. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of funny, but it's kind of like crazy, yeah. and then. I don't know. It spawned some not great sequels. Just four of them. I don't think two, three, or four are even close to as good as Scream.
1: Yeah, but honestly, I think they're some of the best horror movie sequels you got. They're not great, but they're I agree. Better than most horror film sequels.
0: I agree. They they try things. that don't really work as well. But uh, and they're remade. They're they're making a new one, Scream Five. But they and everyone's coming back. So supposed
2: to, I think they're supposed to start filming like this week or next week. I've
0: heard Matthew Lillard's back possibly. Sure, uh, that's cool. Because you well, can spoil the <laughs> movie, I guess, but we didn't see him die technically. Yeah. So that'd be interesting if he'd he, be interesting if he would be die, back. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. He wouldn't be back for much, I wouldn't think. He'd be in prison. If, so, yeah. you know, if he's back, loves, everybody loves that dude. Anyway. Everyone does like Methluba, but no, this movie is shaggy, is crazy. It, I don't know. I just sla- we've seen Slasher before, but not quite like this. He's masked, but it just doesn't have a rhyme or reason. They're just doing well, it.
2: I think because also because. As you have the slasher movie, you know, they're parodying slasher movies. Mm-hmm. They're making fun of them. I mean, you got Jamie Kennedy walking around throughout the whole movie saying, "Don't do this in a movie because you know this is going to happen to you." You know, never say never right back. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. he's talking about. You know, he's he's this huge horror horror movie fan. He knows all the rules. He knows, and throughout the movie, he's talking about the different rules, and. So it's just so much fun to watch. On top of you going, yeah. oh my gosh, they're killing people! But it is so much fun to watch because of what else is going on. Yeah, I thought the chemistry was fantastic too between all the characters. Uh, it was just, it was overall just a fantastic movie. The reveal was incredible. Like you said, I didn't figure it out. I thought, well, maybe it's this one, or maybe it's this one, and it turned out to be both of them. Mm-hmm. So it just. <laughs>
0: And they throw shade at everybody. You think in the whole movie, you think it could be be anybody. Until they start dying off. Which is effective. It's -hmm. it's crazy.
2: It's just just a great movie.
1: Yeah, you're right, David. What works best about this is the fact that it's a horror movie that makes fun of horror movies. It knows horror movies exist, and that's a great universe to live in. And it's directed by Wes Craven, who's made some of the best horror movies. Um, And he kind of just pokes fun at a lot of horror films, including some of his own. I mean, it's... It works really well, and it's it's a blast to watch. It breezes by. The pacing in this movie is excellent. It's so much fun to watch. Um, I don't know i I like I like the iconic mask and the the iconic nature of Ghostface. I think he's really cool. I think he's kind of an imbecile, but that's the point. <laughs> yeah, is that it's just a dude. It's yeah. Just a dude, not some supernatural thing. Because a lot of times you're like, "Really, you're gonna get knocked down by the fridge door being <laughs> open, Ghostface or something?" But I think that's the idea: is the fact that just a bro, yeah. Just a they're bro, not, they're not seasoned killers. For, yeah, they just want to do it. I don't know what the crap they're doing. And I think it's
2: <laughs> also because you've got all these horror movies where you know, like Freddy or Jason, or you know, any of them. You know, they're they just straight up come at you, kill you. Yeah, and to see that you know this 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 one has flaws whereas the he other runs one, around. Yeah, the other ones are just <laughs> Yeah, know, he runs, he doesn't just they're, slowly they're walk They're walking, you. you know, you know. So yeah, that's it's just so much fun to fun to watch. Uh, you know, and then there also there were two what iconic people that were in it also, Linda Blair mm-hmm. uh, from The Exorcist was yeah. was a reporter and then Wes Craven made an appearance also as the that's janitor true. just as like Freddy. Just as Freddy. Yeah. That's so right, that was, yeah. That was yeah. that was, that cool. was fantastic. That was cool little yeah, nods. That was fun.
0: Yeah, I love this movie, and um, it's one of my favorites of all time, personally. So, um, so it's Scream versus Candyman. I'll go first. Scream for me all the way versus Candyman. So,
1: Scream.
2: Yeah, it's got to be Scream.
0: I wasn't sure about you because I know how much you like Candyman. I
2: do like Candyman, but Scream was so much fun to watch.
0: Yeah, it's a great movie, and so, um, all right. So that would be the end of this round I guess in the next round we'll have all the winners winners and winners of winners going against other winners and we're gonna wrap this thing up with the next couple next couple weeks we went a little longer than we wanted but brackets do that sometimes so
1: yeah you gotta talk about good movies
0: exactly <laughs> I talk about them so
1: you gotta talk about it but I feel like we've definitely talked about some great movies um we've had to say goodbye to some great movies um it's pretty sad but Oh, we have so many more great movies to continue talking about. Um, but and I hope you guys continue to listen to them because we had fun talking about these movies. Uh, what's your what's some of your favorite horror movies? If you agree or disagree with some of our picks, that is totally cool. Let us know. There's places you can reach out to us. We are on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Reach out to us, hit us up, let us know what you guys thought about this episode or any episode for that matter. But till next time, signing off for Matt Jordan and David. We'll see you guys then.
0: Peace.